Hi, my name is Andrew Coles, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles, with over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a couple of degrees. My parents walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, science, and faith, and many songs which they leave for me to find on the web and add to the podcast. The podcast is unscripted and unedited, but I sometimes wonder if they should at least have a cough button. Being unscripted and unedited, you get to hear them the same way I have for my entire life. They pull no punches when telling you about where they've stumbled in the past. Many stumbles you can probably relate to. I'm glad you get to hear just a little bit of what I have learned for almost 16 years from my mom and dad. So, without further ado, from Holy Owned and Operated, here's On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast with my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Praise you and adore you. We love you. Thank you for loving us, for giving us the church who can help us to understand the revelation that you've revealed, <laughs> that, <laughs> that you've you've shown, um, and to help us to live in this world and not be of it. Um, We ask you to bless our discussion and grant us understanding and wisdom. Holy Spirit, come be with us. For For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so since I mentioned it in a previous episode, Mm -hmm. the the one on um, uh, indulgences, I briefly said something about the... um, uh, the Crusades. You did? Yeah, briefly while you were oh. looking something up, I, oh. I said, you know, because it gotten oh, gotcha. you know, kind of a bad, gotcha. bad rap bad or rap. whatever gotcha. indulgence okay. had. Um, yeah. yeah, I missed that part because I was reading. Yeah, because you were. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. yep. Oops. So. Um, don't read while someone else is talking and you're trying to pay attention to them. Huh? Work. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so the. Uh, you know, Andrew has asked us in light of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine um, to talk about um, just war, right? Yes. Uh, so we're going to attempt to do that. Um, in 20 short minutes. Yeah. So. Did you start the timer? I did. Okay. I did. I'm, you know, okay. trying to be yes. uh, efficient in that. But yep. it was after your prayer. So. That's okay. Um, Anyway, so uh, just war is, is uh, a is a, a theory, a practice that the church promulgates about when war is justified. Yep. <clears throat> um, 
and uh, there there are uh, there's a there's a modern thinking of it, and a thinking that goes as far back as Augustine, and you know Augustine is kind of what the the Crusades were based on. Yeah, uh, and he was uh, back in the third, fourth century, yeah, fourth yeah, century. Yeah, four, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I don't want to say what something. it was based on, but yeah. what what was used. Yep. Um, so I'm going to just look at, I do have some notes because I think it's important. Yeah. Um, so Augustine's criteria for a just war was kind of codified through from, from various of his writings that, one, there must be a just reason to go to war. Okay, uh, he says, namely, this reason required that the war is to right a wrong or fight against an injustice. And it is up to the sovereign, which would at that time basically mean the king, who considers going to war to determine if there is a just reason for waging war. Then Augustine said there must be a proportionate cause, meaning that the good of going to war must outweigh the destruction and death that will be caused by that war, or by warfare. Um, and it is to be waged to prevent evils and injustices from occurring while not committing greater evils in order to achieve that goal. Okay? That's important. Uh-huh. And then his third point was, above all, one's actions in war must be motivated by Christian love and true justice. Okay, so a lot of that is okay. Well, how do we determine that? You know, right. you know, right? Who one, gets to decide? Yeah, one one person thinks it's it's fine, one doesn't. So, in in, in the catechism, this is how it is played out because we can't go on uh, Augustine's approach uh, because the church has further codified, if you will, what what just war is. But again, that, those are the three points that kind of the, the First Crusade was uh, was based on, because the First Crusade, for instance, um, those who followed the, the, the Pope's directive uh, were granted an indulgence uh, and essentially were you know, dying a martyr's death. Uh, but there were those who didn't follow the the Pope's instructions, still died in the war, and would not have been granted that indulgence. Right. Um, so the Catechism says that, this is paragraph 2309, the strict conditions for legitimate defense by a military force were, require rigorous consideration. The gravity of such a decision makes it subject to rigorous conditions of moral legitimacy at one and the same time. There are four points. The damage inflicted by the aggressor on the nation or community of nations must be lasting, grave, and certain. That means if, you, if one has been attacked, they must, the effects must be lasting, grave, and certain. Uh, all other means of putting an end to it must have been shown to be impractical or ineffective. Three, there must be serious prospects of success. Four, the use of arms must not produce evils and disorders graver than the evil to be eliminated. The power of modern means of destruction weighs heavily in evaluating that condition. So those are the, those are the traditional elements enumerated in 
just war doctrine. Right. So the, uh, but the evaluation of these conditions, the Catechism says, for moral legitimacy belongs to the prudential judgment of those who have responsibility for the common good. So, now, uh, to me, that says, uh, you know, the evaluation of those conditions for legitimacy belonging to the prudential judgment of those who have that responsibility or authority for the common good, to, to some extent, tells me mm-hmm. that the, the folks who declare war yeah. are the ones who pay the eternal consequence for it. Um, because the individual soldier, for instance, right. <clears throat> doesn't know everything that goes into the decision of waging war. Right, no. They have to trust their leader, yep. if you will. Now, it's, and so this, this is where, you know, you may think back to the Nuremberg trials where the, the Nazis were saying, well, I was just following orders. Well, right. there is a moral consideration that each person has to, has to take. And there are countless martyrs in the Catholic faith yeah, martyrs because they did not go to war. Exactly. Okay, you may think you may 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 know the name Maximilian Kolbe. Yep. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> he's not the first Maximilian. There was Maximilian in the two hundreds mm-hmm. who who was a conscientious objector, and the, the Roman uh, prelate at that time uh, in the region he was in. I'm sorry, I don't know that. Um, and this Maximilian, I'm sorry, his, his feast day, um, I believe, is in is in March. Um, yeah, I think we just it was. Yeah. So he um, yep. anyway he refused refused I think three times finally, and was told if you if you refuse again, well you'll be executed. Well, so he was he was beheaded, and in fact his last instructions were to his father. Please give my clothes to the executioner because he'd gotten to know the executioner, right. and the executioner was not a wealthy man. Yeah, you know. Um, so I mean, I, that's a bit of a diversion, but um, but just going off to war because you're called to war um, isn't the that doesn't preclude one from being responsible for that war, and there will be that that say, well, you know, and I, I guess I fall into this. You know, since we have a all volunteer army, right? My my thought is, don't volunteer for the army if you object to war, right? Um, you know, right? Um, but <laughs> if there is a war and you find it to be just, then you can volunteer. Yes. You know, I, I'm, and and maybe that's being too, too pat, too, you know, dismissive or whatever. So just war has those ingredients. Yep. Must be pros- conditions. Uh, con- yes, conditions must be a good prospect for success. Must not be inflicting more damage and death, if you will, than what would be what would happen if there wasn't a, right. a, a response. It must be a response as opposed to it must be a defense as opposed to, to an, 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 an offensive war. Right now, then there's people who juggle the well. You know, is it defensive if there's a subtle or covert war going on? Is it defensive if we know they're building up arms, and if we don't attack first, they will annihilate us before we can attack? You know, those are all questions which leave open 
the the debate on whether any war is just or not. Right, and that you know, you, I I think back to the Cold War, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and how hard Reagan and Gorbachev worked to avoid war. Sure. And the, I mean, there were, you know, people on both sides saying that they were wasting their breath, that, you know, just fire it and get it over with and, you know, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, mutually assured you know, destruction. Yeah. And, you know, so when, when it says that all other options have been, you know, tried and yeah, failed, exhausted, you know, yeah. exhausted yeah. or whatever. You know, I, I think back to that time and what those men did with their, you know, administrations and to, to make sure that we didn't have mutually assured destruction. Right. And, we and that, that it's, that there's so much that you can do to avoid war and it that that to me that's the kind of the the success story of doing everything you can to avoid it first yeah and we can't you know? discount the the involvement of uh pope john paul ii right you know yes. and margaret thatcher of course but yes. pope john paul ii being that moral authority if you will at yeah. the time while this catechism was being written yes um and uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, keep, keep calm, you know, everybody who, who, who could, who could press a button, uh, right. or make a, make a call, um, the, you know, the direct connection, red phone between, yep. you know, the White House and the Kremlin, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Yep. And this is just 25 years late after the brinksmanship, the nuclear brinksmanship of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Um, you know, with Khrushchev and, and, and Kennedy. Right. Um, so, this. So, uh, by applying, whether or not knowing, but applying yeah. this this just war, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Not template. Theory. This, this, well, this uh, checklist. Checklist if you will. conditions. <laughs> yeah. The just war conditions. Um, and. Yeah, there's always going to be, well, you know, you got to fight back, you know. Well, Jesus tells us to turn the other cheek, you know. Right. Um, and relative to Ukraine and, and Russia, you know, I mean, the Russian incursions really have been going on for 10 years. Right. Um, and were all other options exhausted? Um, I don't know. I, I'm not in that position. I'm not, I don't have the, I'm not in that authority. Right. Or uh, position of, of knowing as right. Mr. Putin or Mr. Zelensky or any other leaders might have, right? Um, and were were they getting the right information, right? You know, so uh, and the church isn't going to necessarily come out and say this is an unjust war, um, uh, because typically that would just fuel fuel the fire on one right. side or the other. That's you yeah, know? that that's not helpful right. at, at that point. Right. Because in terms of whether it's a just war or not, uh, the church has said what a just war is, is and and how to determine it. Uh, right. But there are ingredients or whatever you say there, you know, there are conditions in there that are only known 
to those prosecuting it yeah. and only fully known yeah. to God. Right. So uh, we can't get caught up in our own, hey, I know what a just war is, so right. you know, it, it, this is unjust, you know. Yeah. Um, in, 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 in most things, um, we can judge actions, but we certainly can't judge somebody's inter- you know, internally, their heart, if you will. Right. Um, so, yeah. And in, in, yeah, I, I don't, does it, I don't know. You know, our our, yeah. our oldest son wrote his senior thesis uh, on whether or not uh, the first crusade was a just war, and he made terrific arguments and uh, was able to uh, define the justness of the war uh, while uh, not just intimating but. Uh, declaring the unjustness of uh, some of the warriors, um, and mm-hmm. that's a that is that is significant because we've been hearkening back to that. I was just following orders. Right. Um, you can prosecute what you think is a just war, uh, and and still be unjust in your prosecution of it. Right. Um, yes. And truly. Yeah. So and which and happens all the time, we, which is why absolutely, which is why soldiers are prosecuted, they're court-martialed right. for actions that are outside right. of that, yeah, we, you know. We, you, we remember the pictures of the right. Abu Ghraib prison, right. you know, uh, shortly after the um, the war in Iraq started uh, 20 years ago, you know. Um, and these, um, even even if the the invasion of Iraq were just, the actions of those warriors were unjust and that um that comes up in their you know personal judgment right (laughs) you know um so (coughs) excuse me um so the pope for instance in the first crusade can declare a just war uh and have unjust warriors in it, like the, like, I, I think, like the, the, the Popper's Crusade, I think, you know, um, which was some 40,000 folks who just rampaged across the, uh, across the land on the way to, um, d- to the Holy Land, and right. they didn't, um, they weren't even commissioned by the Pope, so the, from the get-go, they were right. uh, the, unjust, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so just war is not cut and dried. No, and I, I believe it is. It can only ultimately be determined just or unjust by our Lord, um, and uh, the the church has just given an outline for you know <laughs> the 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 thinking process, if you will, that mm-hmm. the Lord goes through. <laughs> you know, if you'll yeah, see. I I think it it does help those who are on a, on an individual basis it it could help those those warriors you know soldiers sailors airmen that that have to determine am, am i 
should I remain in the military? Right. You know, is this something that I can get behind? You know, and if it's... Yeah, with a clear conscience. With a clear conscience, right. you know. And if it's clearly not, then that's, you know. So I, I think those those conditions of just war do help the individual soldiers right. and other military personnel to... to Well, and I, I think to, it would. Yeah, I think to, it would help. It would help the, 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 the leader with the informed conscience. Yes. To go down the, this checklist, do if you will, and say, "Do I believe this? Right. Do I believe that it will do this? That it will do this, and that it will do this?" Yeah. You know, and um, at least have when when they meet their maker, mm-hmm. say, you know, be able to honestly not condemn themselves. Right. You know. Um, given, yes. given everything I knew and I went down this list mm-hmm. and I, I firmly believed it. And Lord, you know, I firmly believed it. Right. You know, um, that's, that, that's the conclusion I came to. Right. And that's why I, I chose to have my military force yeah. prosecute this war. Right. You know, because that's the ultimate, the ultimate war we're fighting is, is, Good and evil, not uh, not only externally, but inside our own hearts. Exactly. And uh, the Lord's gonna gonna <laughs> gonna ask us. Well, is gonna make us ask ourselves, which side right. did I choose? Right. Well done. You're the greatest. You're the best. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection a different kind of podcast, by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com, to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff that we have available. We are a nonprofit organization, and as such, are tax-deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, created by my mom and dad, and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.